already recording, so go ahead, man. <laughs> Dude, Ben, how did you become such a good-ass bass player? This is Ben playing it live right now. All skill, man. All uh, that's skill. me on the shakers. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's making the noise and saxophone. <laughs> Jacob's mouth going. To... <laughs> All right, <laughs> you want to turn it down, man? Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Great timing. Damn, well, you should be a goddamn DJ, dude. <sighs> I thought about it. They should put that during weddings. Like, <laughs> like do you do you uh, does anyone object to this fucking marriage and then just I was gonna say during the toast. Oh, that's true. Dude, I was thinking like when I get married, like I wanna have like like everybody come out. Like you know how like the DJ introduces like all the best men and like the bridesmaids and stuff. Like I wanna have everyone come out to like a specific like wrestler's theme. Like someone will come out to like Shawn Michaels' theme. Like someone will come out to Hulk Hogan's theme or whatever. And then, like, I'll come out to The Rock or whatever. Like, I think that would be, like, a badass, like, what's it called? Uh, a wedding reception party or whatever. Like, that'd be fucking sick. Just to introduce everybody. Yeah. But then you have to, like, DDT your, your fiancé or stun her. Stone Cold like, Stunner. Rock bottom. Well, yeah, that's going to happen. I just don't know how it's going to happen. You yet. just got to fucking do it. <laughs> and that's the bottom line. You just get, like, a chair. <laughs> you get a chair and you, like, smash it over her head, like... <laughs> <laughs> Till death do us part. Or you have one of those like foam tables and you like throw her through the foam table. Her grandmama is watching. God damn it! <laughs> no, dude. The hellfire and brimstone is He's Kane. here. He's here. I call Kane. dibs on the Shane McMahon. Dude, yeah, you're you're Shane McMahon, dude. I call dibs on that. What do you want to do? I call dibs on the fucking cake because that's a done that's a done deal. Dude, you know it's, it's gonna be red velvet too. <laughs> That's a divorce that's, before that's it even happens. <laughs> I'm marrying this asshole. <laughs> Smash the chair on my head. <laughs> I'm glad but I said no him. goddamn prenup. But I love him. He uh, hates me because he loves me. Anyways, guys, this is Welcome to Podcast, what, number six or seven? I'll go with seven. Fuck it. I don't know, dude. It's seven in heaven. But we got a special guest here today. It's Miss, Mr. Ben Jammin. Yo. What's going on, Ben? Not much, man. Ben Jammin, the uh, b- bass guitarist. Yeah, I had to put down the bass oh. real quick because uh, Seinfeld, that was a tough one to create. Yeah, brought back some bad memories or what? No, it was just a really tough song to play. So anyways, <laughs> <laughs> what? you want some super glue for your fingers, man? I think they're fucking bleeding from slapping the bass so hard, dude. No, I, I should be all right. Okay, cool. All right. I just licked the blood off, all right? I don't want that shit on my couch, all right? Happy. <laughs> don't feed my dog your blood <laughs> rain blood but anyways today we're going to be talking about the summer movies uh, this is official uh, Art and Jacob Do America summer movie podcast <clears throat> so we got our uh, one of our best buds over here Ben he's going to talk about some of the movies Seesaw Art's going to talk about the movie Seesaw I'm going to talk about the movies I saw and we're going to talk about movies we saw together and we're so, going to talk about spoiler, Ant- <laughs> we're going to talk about Ant's Life the movie Emojis. Emojis, the movie. Well, you guys want to see that? No, fuck no, I don't want to see that shit. I'll <laughs> see it when it is like bootleg at 3 in the morning. I don't even know if I want to see that like on Netflix like a year from now. One day I'm going to buy a towel of acid and then I'm going to watch <laughs> What if you watch it and it's one of the greatest movies you've ever seen? On acid? Yeah. I'll watch it on acid. Anyways. <laughs> so let's start this fucking podcast about fucking movies then. Um, so, 
Well, uh, we had a lot of great movies this summer so far, and I think I don't even think summer's over yet, but I think all the big, big, big movies are already over. So um, we had fucking Wonder Woman. We had Guardians of the Galaxy 2, um, fucking All Eyes on Me, uh, Planet of the Apes, um, Spider-Man. Shit, I feel like I was like living at the movies this summer. So um, let's get into it. Um, I guess the first movie that came out this summer, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Y'all seen that, right? Yeah, um, yes. What are your thoughts on that? I wanted to see, personally, Avengers in it. Oh, really? Yeah, I wanted to see, like, Avengers, like, Thor or somebody kind of going into it. Like, make a cameo, or did yeah, you want it to be, like, an end credit scene? No, more of, like, a cameo to see, like, how it's going to tie with Infinity Wars. Infinity Wars, yeah. Which, I mean, it's going to tie in there, but I wanted to see, like, somebody... What was the end credit scene? I don't I even remember. I can't remember. The funny thing is, I there was like five of them, but like I'm sorry, I'm st- struggling to remember. I know one of them was like that little whistle thing, like like hit Dax or something like that, or Drax or whatever. Batista hit Batista. I know that. Oh yeah. Um, shoot, I don't remember either. Oh yeah, and Groot, he fucking was like a teenager. Oh yeah, or something. And he gets older. Yeah, I mean, but older. those are like throwaway ones. But overall, what did you guys think about the movie? I thought it was okay. I don't think it was as good as the first one. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't want to say it was a complete disappointment or anything like that. It was enjoyable. It was like a good summer movie. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, Marvel's had like so many home run, home, so many home runs lately with their movies that it was just like I guess I was expecting like another like great uh, Marvel movie, and um, and it was good. It was it, it was good, but they've just done better. So many times before. Um, I don't know. I thought it was okay. I, I, decent movie. I'd say a decent movie. What about you, man? Um, I agree with Art. It was good, but like I think it was just a little bit disappointing because I wanted to see Avengers. But that's, again, my opinion. I think like as, as its own movie, it was good. Like Certain characters developing and then the ones that had passed on were like, oh, yeah, that's sad. But it was a good story. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like twisting with his pops you know i kind of feel like it should have been like when i was watching it i kind of felt like it should have been released on father's day because like the whole like point of the movie was like fathers or yeah, like, father figures pops, or whatever you know, like oh I, I got my dad you know? yeah but that whole twist was like damn it's kind of devastating too yeah. at the same time so it was good but i think i wanted to see more yeah i mean honestly i didn't want the movie to end i, I didn't have any ill feeling towards it whatsoever i like I thought it was, like you said, it was a great summer movie. Like, I was really into the story. I mean, it wasn't as good as the first one. And I think the first one, in my opinion, that might, to me, that might be Marvel's best movie. Because I've, I've watched Avengers back, like, the last couple of Avengers uh, a couple times back. And, I'm like, it doesn't hold up as well as when you first see it. But um, the first one's so good. I mean, of course, it's going to be a drop-off no matter what. But, I, I mean, I really liked it. So. Yeah, I guess. It was, a, it was a hard movie to follow up. I enjoyed it, but uh, but I feel like even since then, like Marvel has like like you know Deadpool followed it up. Like there's just been so many like great movies that they've done since then mm-hmm. that I was expecting it to be at least like up to par with those. Yeah, and it was okay. It was it was good. It wasn't like Iron Man three. I thought Iron Man three is like the worst one. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I remember uh, I dragged you to that too. Yeah, like, we went to go see that together. It was like Christmas Eve or some shit. It was like a Christmas movie, wasn't it? No, it was your birthday, dude. It was my birthday. Yeah, because no, it was winter time. No, it was like because it was like in May. Okay, maybe. Yeah, and I was like, I was just like, I felt so bad because like, dude, come on, we can't miss this. And then like, I remember walking out I'm like, 
Man, I'm sorry, man. I ruined your fucking birthday, dude. Yeah, that movie was fucking. That's the worst one. Yeah. So it's not that, but it's it's pretty it's pretty damn enjoyable. It's a good summer movie. Yeah. So and then I think the next one that came out after that was Wonder Woman. You guys saw all that, right? Yeah. 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 I, I I thought that one was fucking amazing, dude, and I didn't expect that whatsoever. That would probably be the best superhero movie of the summer for me. Oh yeah. And like I was seeing lists too, where like it was ranking it like number like two and three behind like. Uh, the Dark Knight. Uh, well, the, the Dark Knight. Like, yeah, oh, it's okay. Like right there with, because actually it beat Man of Steel. So like, you think Man of Steel was still good? It was good, but like Wonder Woman just topped that. Oh yeah, definitely. So like before it was like Batman versus Superman was underneath Man of Steel, then it'd be the Dark Knight movies that are like on top. Uh-huh. Now it's like Wonder Woman, then Man of Steel, because like. Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight franchise is like the best thing out there. Oh, yeah. I mean, DC movies. I mean, that's like the pinnacle to me. Like, even like Marvel, like as good as Marvel has been, I don't think they've touched even like Dark Knight Rises, which I fucking love as well. I mean, I can watch that over and over again and not get tired of it. Um, mainly because, I mean, I have a man crush on both Christian Bale and uh, fucking, what's his name? Tom Hardy. Uh, Tom Hardy, yeah. man. Those guys are fucking sick as shit. But, um, yeah, man, Wonder Woman was great. I mean, I don't think it was all-time great like um, the Dark Knight Rises I don't know if I'm ready to say it's like the number two or number three best like superhero movie of all time but I mean it was fantastic uh, I'm ready to say that it's not that it's not even in that class like I feel like if this was a Marvel movie it would be like Age of Ultron good or something like that or yeah. like Civil War good which I love I love Civil War and I, I, I would put that like right next to it but I feel like the Christopher Nolan Batmans are like Amazing. Dude, that's like yeah. Godfather status. Like. Yeah, and it's just like I thought this movie was very, very, very good. Um, but I and I think, think I didn't think it was that good. It's not like I don't know. I mean, it's for a DC movie. This is by far the best DC movie in years. And that's what I was gonna say. It, is there the hype around it because like DC has put out like nothing but like kind of duds lately? And you think like this is like kind of their their. Well, she stole the show in Batman vs Superman. Oh, I think definitely. that's when it was like, this character is going to be probably the best character that DC's got until somebody comes in again like Christopher Nolan and just takes over the franchise. But right now, Wonder Woman is going to be that one because she's going to be she the great Jennings. director going in there. And then, like, she already just stole the show from Batman versus Superman. Like, I was more interested in what she was going to do than any of the other characters because I mean Batman you already seen how he is and then they kind of like try to give that Frank Miller Batman that's all dark and fat and old yeah like, <laughs> beat the hell out of everybody kill everybody kind of thing and all fucking sad because Robin's dead you and know shit. like the Superman they got now what's his name Henry Henry, Henry Cavill yeah like that guy is a really good Superman I don't really like Superman at all yeah. I don't like any kind of superheroes that are just too crazy like godlike abilities where they're just invincible because it's like how do you beat this there's guy? no human like a like how do, yeah how do you beat this guy how is batman gonna beat this guy yeah you know what i mean of course you know his story and how he beats him but he never really technically beats him he yeah. just kind of proves this point like i beat you take it you know yeah. but, but like superman's invincible regardless yeah so i don't know but like wonder woman i guess too is the same she's a god like she's a goddess you know but it's something a little refreshing about character that I enjoyed about the movie. I think because it was more of a human quality, like you said, because you said Batman, 
The reason why we love Batman is because he's just a regular ass dude. I mean, he's rich and fucking smart as hell and fucking. But he could die. You know, yeah, yeah. There's abilities. yeah. There's not that like he's gonna keep coming back like fucking uh, Michael Myers or anything like that. It, it's just like I think that's why how like Wonder Woman is where she's you see those vulnerabilities where she starts off all hard or whatever and like she catches herself falling in love with Chris Pine or whatever and he fucking dies at the end. Spoiler alert: the fool fucking dies at the end. Yeah. It's like it's like she good like sad. it's yeah. It's not gonna be like one of those typical like oh, okay like. Like in Thor, like where Natalie Portman's like his love interest now, and it's just like, where the fuck did that come from? Like that, that's some made up shit. Like forced romance or something like that. Yeah, it's like, yeah. They actually kind of like naturally fell into that. Yeah. Like naturally fell into like that love state. So. Yeah, it felt more organic. And then um, what came in after, came out after that? I'm trying to think. And there's like a ton of movies after that, man. There's still like Transformers. I didn't did you Did you guys watch that? No, uh, dude, I was no. like, Transformers <laughs> died to me the first time I saw it. I was like. Not following up on this shit. Dude, when I saw the trailer for that movie, like I was like ready to fall asleep or Wait, whatever. Did, okay, have you guys seen multiple Transformers movies? Because I saw one and the one was enough. I'm like, yeah, alright. Yeah, like, okay, this I would be it. like the Still fourth installment, I believe. Okay, no, I know. I'm just, but you guys have seen more than one. I've seen yeah, the I've seen first two. I've only seen first two. I've seen Man. three so far. I only need to like find one cockroach in my food before I stop eating. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't need to go back to that shit. I don't know. I just didn't grab me. I think I was just like whatever. And then like when I saw like Mark Wahlberg in it and tried to make it all like, uh, what's that Will Smith movie like where there's like zombies or whatever and he has like a German Shepherd with him. Oh, I am legend. Oh, I am. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of like a, like a like a very poor man's version of that, like a homeless man's version of that movie. That's what it looked like. So I was like, if I'm falling asleep during the trailer and this is like an action packed like Transformers movie, then I'm you're not getting my fucking eight fifty on a Tuesday. Like I'm not fucking. You're not even getting my bargain money, like it, no. Yeah, no, I was I was good on like Transformers One. I was like, all right, I'm good. Saw <laughs> enough. All right, and then what else came out? Uh... Hey, this isn't a uh, this isn't a summer blockbuster, but what about Logan? Have you guys even talked? Dude, about Logan? I I've never seen Logan. What? Oh, yeah, man. I still haven't seen. Motherfucker, Logan. we're so watching that right after don't this podcast. Don't spoil any shit. Like, if you okay, guys, you guys can give reviews, but don't fucking spoil anything. No, okay, so check it out. Remember how earlier we were talking about like Wonder Woman, like. We don't know if it's one of the best like superhero movies of all time. Logan is one of the best superhero movies okay. of all time. If it you, goes if, Batman and then you, Logan. If you, rate it, nothing. if you rate it in the year, if like the year is already here, so December is almost over, and it's like, dang, all these superhero movies came out, and it's like one right after another that were good. This one was good. That one was good. Logan is still going to stand to be the best movie Fuck of yeah. superhero That came out this year? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think like It March. was in the early, early years. Okay. Year, yeah, you guys are probably right. Like, the thing is, it just, the story is like probably one no, of No, I've best. heard nothing but good things about it. I'm really excited. Just never got around to it. it for some reason, it just like. And it makes you, like, it makes you. Um, I saw some shitty movies around that time period. I was fucking pissed, man. I saw Rings. Which is the sequel to The Ring. Oh, yeah, dude. It that fucking would... sucks dick. Dude, that's another one where I saw the trailer and I was like, dude, I'm ready to fucking No, just... dude, I remember I went to the movie theater with some girl and I was like, hey, you want to see Logan? Like, I really want to see Logan. And she's like, oh, I'd rather watch something scary like The Rings. And dude, that's where you gotta, you know like, what you, you know what you should have done? You should have taken her to a well and dropped her ass in the I well. Should've, so. I should have <laughs> grabbed, I should have stole that idea and, like, body slammed her taking a yeah, chair and thrown her through like... the table. Fuck. <laughs> Champ, like like when Stone Cold threw fucking the championship if, belt in the river. Johnny like, Cash's hurt didn't lure you into that. that no, movie. I wanted to see it. I wanted to see it so bad. It just didn't. I, I'll tell you what movie we did see. It was pretty good though. Um, 
Because I don't want to spoil anything from Logan. All right, you guys are both high on it. I think oh, we can dude. move on from that. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. I'm going to watch it. We'll do a part two eventually because you guys are both obviously really high on it. I Fuck trust yeah. you guys' opinion. Um, but the one that I did see around that same time period because I was like dating that girl and she wanted to see something else that was scary, that was um, uh, Get Out. Did you guys see oh, that? Yeah, oh, that yeah. That was a damn good movie. That was, was really like, good. That was a damn good movie. <laughs> and I was kind of skeptical of it because it was the Key and Peele guy. Like, they did it. And I was like, I don't know if he can do this. But, I mean, all right. I mean, I'll trust it. And so I, when I finally watched it, I walked out of that, like, thinking, like, God damn. Like, how was I? Like, like how did I not see this opening night, man? Like, this is, like, everything that I yeah, love. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one in theater either. But that one was pretty damn good, dude. Yeah. yeah I saw that in theaters. It was, I saw that in theaters. I was like... Fuck, dude. Like, I remember getting, leaving the theater being, like, excited. Like, a yeah. little kid. I think that one came around, like, the same time, like, Logan, maybe even Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Like, there was already movies, like, John Wick 2 was in there. Like, there was movies that were, like, pick and choose. Like, damn, I gotta pick John Wick or this movie. I'm gonna pick John Wick. And the thing I loved about that movie, too, is, is, like, okay, it's a comedic director that's, that's writing and directing it, right? And it had everything scary about it. But he knew when to fucking put in like the comedy scenes, like right at the end where he goes, "We're TSC or TSA, we don't fuck around." And it's just like, like that was fucking genius. Here you go, like you're going on this fucking crazy ass journey with the main guy or whatever, and you're like your heart's pumping a million miles an hour, and then just right when you need like some comedy, like you don't want to end the movie like on a, like a, uh, like like just a soppy like, oh, okay, he got away. No, like you want like just a little bit more. Like this was like the cherry on top, like the little injection of comedy at the end. I thought that was fucking perfect. Have you guys ever seen the original Last House on the Left? Uh, yeah. Okay, you know what? Every time every time they would go to, like, the cops or whatever, they're, like, they're, like, retarded cops, and they're, like, goofing up, and they're the comedic relief. I felt like this one had, like, that same balance, and it brought me back to, like, those, like, movies, those horror movies that I fell in love with, like, Rosemary, Rosemary's Baby, Last House on the Left, the originals, like, the original Last House on the yeah. Left, not that, like, thing that came out in the early 2000s but like dude it just it made me like even that opening scene where the guy rolls up on like and he's like driving that like 1970s car or whatever like some 1970s mustang and he like kidnaps that black dude he's yeah. like he knows something's up like oh, and it just builds the perfect suspense and it doesn't dumb down the audience it doesn't rely on jump scares it doesn't no. rely on anything there's no like even like the little backwoods theme, that's like the beginning intro songs all backwoods theme. Like oh yeah, weird ass banjo. And and I'm sure song. I'm sure you can picnic and find a plot hole every, every yeah. once in a while. But I didn't. Nothing that pops into my mind right away. Uh, no, it's a solid story. Yeah, I it's it was, a very solid story because it's like I loved it. And I would say it's probably um, maybe there's one escaping my mind right now, but it's probably my favorite movie of the year so far. I, I mean, I would definitely make my list. And then, um, I don't know if this came out this year or not, but it, re it reminded me of that, um, uh, what's that movie with the blind guy where they, uh, Don't oh, Speak? Don't breathe. Oh, yeah, Don't Breathe. breathe. Yeah. yeah, it was like on that level where it's like, it's not a dumb, scary movie. It's like more intelligent. Like something you'd see like in the 80s. Like, Did you guys ever see dude, uh, that Green movie? Room? That movie, when I watched that one in theater, like when there's a part where she's like, try not to say anything, they're not trying to say anything. Nobody in the theater was saying anything. No, Everybody yeah. was quiet because it was that intense. Like, fuck, mm -hmm. I hope she gets out. Uh -huh. Don't say nothing or else the blind guy's going to hear you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a good, like, fucking thing. When you can get, like, the fucking audience to be in on the gimmick and shit. Like, so Get Out was like that, too, with that plot. You know? Yeah. Like, 
yeah. like, get out, man. I remember there were, like, people in there that you could tell they, they thought it was going to be, like, a comedy. They didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. And, yeah. That, but you walked out satisfied. That theater was so mixed. Like, yeah. Yeah, I walked out super satisfied. And yeah. I got to eat pumpkin pie that night, so. <laughs> pumpkin pie. Um, <laughs> anyway, so moving forward. <laughs> with, uh, with that said. Uh, a movie that probably like a lot of people are saying got it wrong was I guess All Eyes on Me. I didn't get to see it yet because I heard a lot of bad things and I don't want to see anything bad about my favorite rap artist Tupac. But you saw it, Ben, right? Yes, I did. All right, what's your thoughts on it? Um, well, you would probably I don't know if you would enjoy it. Like you're gonna know a lot more about his story, but I thought it was interesting for me because I don't really know a whole lot about him uh-huh. as an artist, just like. What you see on TV, what you see on MTV, VH1, all those classic ass shows. But, like, there's, like, time frames that I didn't know that existed, and they're real. And so, like, you actually look it up, like, oh, shit, like, they really were trying to create an East Coast death row, and he was going to be the, the founder of that. Okay. And I never knew that until the movie, and that, also, I didn't even know he was on Interscope Records. Yeah. And then you see, like, the Defiant Ones, and you're just like, oh, shit, like. I didn't know, like, Tupac was really on this record label. Which is crazy because, like, um, and I was telling you this earlier before the podcast, um, the Defiant Ones, like, like that's like my childhood. Like, all those artists, like, at one point or another, it all came from this one label, you know, Death Row, and, and then Tupac was over here on the side, but then he came into the fold, and then you had, like, Nine Inch Nails at the same time. Like, all, like, under the under Jimmy Iovine. Like, like, the fucking genius of that guy, like... Like, it's amazing. So, but, yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, it was enjoyable. There were some things that I didn't really, like, I thought maybe they were using too much, like, poetic dialogue. I mean, I'm not used to that. I heard, though, it was the lesser of two evils, though, um, on that, because I guess, uh, I think it's John Singleton. He, he wanted to write his own Tupac movie, but I guess, like, a lot of people that knew Tupac were, like, really against it because he was trying to add too much... Um, fake stuff like for example like they when he goes to jail like they want to add like a rape scene in there and they're like wait Tupac never got raped in jail you know well yeah but they but they they did that with the movie still you know like they did that that thing where he read Jada like that poem Mm -hmm. to Jada yeah and she never heard that poem yeah like that poem was never yeah so they put extra salt on it but you get what I'm saying though like it was the lesser of two evils like as far as that like historical accuracy like where you I guess John Singleton, I guess he was trying to more or less defame Tupac a little bit, whereas this movie was, like, trying to put him over, like, a little bit too much. So, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie yet, but, I mean, that's just what I've read. I I didn't see the movie, although I did read one review, and that's the one that really stuck with me. And it just said, like, this movie feels like when a college student has a term paper due the next day, so they just rely on Wikipedia to put a paper together the night before. <laughs> and I was just like, damn, all right, well, so I could just go to Wikipedia and do that, huh? And, like, that's it. They were like, there's not a lot of, like, effort. It's just Wikipedia facts that someone paid, put on a paper. It didn't look bad, though. I mean, like, I didn't think it looked bad. Oh. It wasn't going to be, like, straight out of Compton visually but like i think that's probably what hurt it too like the original person that it was about wasn't there so you didn't get that true insight you know so well i mean it's still like i said it still touched bases on it and it's cool because like when you watch the film and then you start seeing like little things about it like 
for instance, like the little beef that Snoop and him had. Like again, if you didn't like know that and you watch that and you see like these interviews with Snoop Dogg later on. On a defiant ones, yeah. Yeah, like there's actual like a little beef with Tupac and Snoop. But it's because like, you know, Snoop kinda did that to himself in a sense and Tupac didn't like it. Like the whole giving love to like you know, Biggie and, and, and Puff Daddy and Raffle like those are the enemies, like why is he why is he saying I love those guys, you know, those guys are cool. So, like, little things like that, when you hear the actual other person in the movie that, or is in the movie, saying that, it's like, oh, dang, you know, like, they touch on real facts, and they show, like, real things, too, even, like, the stuff that led to the end of Tupac, like, the fight scene that's in the hotel. Oh, yeah. Like, they actually use the real footage for that. Oh, wow. So, it's not, like, spoiler alert. <laughs> but, you know, oh, but, oh, I'm sorry, you know, like, Tupac fucking matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This movie's fake. Um... Does it show when he like goes to Jamaica or whatever and starts hanging out with Biggie again? No. <laughs> like, what? I'm thinking about it. Like, no, I, don't, I don't remember it's that. Like date theory or whatever. That would be cool if they show the the thing that Snoop Dogg said at the at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when he was talking about how they both had like jail time and you know they had all these court sentencings and you know like they're like like really stressed out about jail. And the first thing that they did was they went to Brazil. Suge <laughs> Knight took them to Brazil, and they went parasailing. And he's all like, "We got two dudes on here together, you know, on this thing up in the air, holding each other's hands." Oh my and god! <laughs> and he's all, you know, we're the hardest fools in in this time, you know, we're over here holding. These hands. two mothers are fucking parasailing. <laughs> Took a victim fence. I can picture fucking Snoop saying yeah, some man, shit like that. Yeah, man, look up that that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because he he pretty much I think inducts him into Snoop Dogg. So like he says that story. Yeah, that story. So, moving on, um, another a movie that I've seen um, that I think was too bad, but I was like, it, the more I like think back on it, it was pretty fucking not that great, which reflects on its reviews or whatever. Was the Mummy. Um, I guess Universal is trying to do this thing like Marvel where it has its own universe and they're trying to bring like you know the movie monsters up again but yeah um, I, this is I mean this is a perfect example why I hate fucking Tom Cruise like I feel like he ruins movies and going into the movie like you can see the potential there like it starts off like telling like the backstory of like this deal with the devil basically and it starts off really solid and then you know Tom Cruise has to get involved so it's a and I read, you know, that Tom Cruise, like, he, like, tried to rewrite and flex his power on this movie. And you can kind of tell because it even ends kind of weird. And I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. Cause I'm, have you guys seen it yet? I actually wouldn't even care. Man. I am not. Yeah. I, I, not even on my radar, man. Well, I guess apparently he turns in. To me, I think it's not that clear. I don't know if he becomes the next mummy or he turns into the Wolfman. Like, that's how unclear it is at the end. Like, it's, like, very, like, what the fuck. Probably turn into the Wolfman. Because I know that they were trying to link everything together. Yeah, I, I mean... The minute I saw white Egyptians, I was like, get the fuck out of my face. I was like, <laughs> no, I'm good on white Egyptians. Alright, and then, uh... <laughs> swiftly moving on from there. Insane, man. I don't know. Just, I don't buy at least, at least get it right. I yeah, mean, no. At least fucking follow the pictures. There's pictures. <laughs> there's literally drawings. <laughs> they're all drawings. They're not white. Anyways. You want to talk about that one? Because that one... I'd love to talk about. What's that? Spider-Man Homecoming? Spider-Man Oh, Homecoming. fuck yeah. That movie was awesome, man. Spider-Man Homecoming. 
in my opinion, that's the best uh, hero movie of the year. Yeah. I fucking loved it, man. I thought it was like, there's not one point in the movie where I wasn't like into it. There's not one point in the movie where I wasn't excited. I felt like a little kid. It reminded me of like Kurt King when he talked about like those cheesy popcorn movies where you're just like into it the whole time. Oh, Dude, yeah. that's what I felt like the entire movie, and I was just all about it. Uh, I won't spoil any any of the plot, but uh, there's a really cool plot twist that I think we all like. Everyone in the movie theater went, <gasps> yeah. Like, I was like, oh man. But yeah, I loved it. I thought it was exciting, smart. It sets up a lot of other things. And I was future. telling you, like, if you haven't seen that movie by now, you're a fucking idiot. I'm a bitch slap. <laughs> there's two things that will spoil. I won't spoil the. The, the two things that like well, got those me were super excited those memorable. two things that got me super excited is you get a little hint of Black Panther just like yeah that was awesome when you get to see like Black Panther like getting out of there and then the other thing is they show a, a little glimpse of the, the Iron Spider suit and I was like fuck are you telling me there's gonna be a point where Iron Spider comes out I thought that was fucking awesome well he has to for Infinity War yeah well, if, if he goes into outer space he better be wearing the uh, Iron Spider suit so and what I dig too is like, um, it was my cousin's birthday like a couple days ago, and so we always talk about like comic movies because she's a big like comic book nerd. And um, I was telling her I was like, you gotta see the new Spider-Man. Like, don't wait for it to come out on DVD. Like, go watch it in theater. Like, it's totally worth it. And she goes, and she gave me this whole spiel about how she hated Tobey Maguire, she hated Andrew Garfield, and she's like, she just feels like she doesn't want to be let down again. So I'm like, no, you're not gonna be let down. And I think that's why I like this Spider-Man too. It's because he actually feels like Peter Parker. Like, he's not just some emo bitch. Like, he just feels like a regular-ass dude from the Bronx. Like, even though he's, he's a British. kid. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's he, – he, which is weird because he's British. And he's, like, yeah. kicking ass as, like, this, like, total, like, New York-like teenager. And, like, I just, like – I like, you can't help but love the kid, man. Like, he, he plays a good – like, a perfect Spider-Man. Like, from now on, like, all Spider-Mans are going to be judged by him. Just like Tony Stark. They're all going to be Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was awesome. That's an A plus movie for me. And what it's, I, it kind of feels like Iron Man too, like his story, like like how he's built to be like, uh, especially like towards the end. Like I'm just gonna say it because if you haven't watched it, yeah, fuck you. If you <laughs> it. Like how he has already set him up for a like um, press conference to admit like, oh yeah, I am Spider Man. But he like turns around and is like, no, I don't want to do that. Cool. I just want to be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah, like I just don't want to do. I don't want to be in the like the limelight, you know, like yeah. like you. And like that whole twist is kind of like that change because Iron Man one, that's what he does. He just comes flat out like, I am Iron Man, and then now the world knows who he is. And I think he wanted that for him, but like also to maybe try another route. I would like to put a, a quick like little bookmark and say. This movie's not out yet, but the Tom Hardy Venom movie looks like it's just gonna be fucking sick. Dude, like, it's Tom Hardy, dude. It's dude, Tom is Hardy. Is it gonna tie into this film? No, it's not. It's gonna be. In, it's gonna tie into uh, like the Deadpool universe. So, oh, uh, that I like that even more, dude. Yeah, it's gonna tie more into that than the, this. It's actually not gonna tie in at all to this. I like that because then it can be more rated R. Yeah, it's gonna well, be I mean, rated R. It did kind of admit to that, like. Out of nowhere, like I think even the director for that movie was kind of caught off guard when they announced that it is part of the MCU, the Venom film. Oh, 
Okay. So it is going to be tied into the MCU. But I don't know if it would be tied into... See, I think it's probably going to be like Batman. Like how like uh, Christian Bale's Batman is his own standalone thing, but then Bat- Ben Affleck is part of the DC universe or whatever. Well, the way... Like, because Deadpool got such like high reviews... You remember, like, Logan was like, oh, now we got to make Logan, like, rated R. Yeah. And so, like, that side, like, the, the Sony, the part that Sony still owns, like, is, like, totally catching on that. Like, they're going to, like, make their movies, like, way more violent now. And I feel like that's a logical place to go because uh, there's only so many, like, happy-go-lucky, like, fucking super villain or super superhero movies I can watch before I'm like, all right, the gimmick needs to evolve, you know? Yeah, it's like the shows, man. It's definitely like the shows. Like, Iron Fist sucks to me because... When you see that show, it's the same story as Arrow, it's the same story as Iron Man, the same story as Batman, same story as any like billionaire who has like this ability or power and uses it and turns into a superhero. You know, it's the same. But Luke thing Cage, like, that shit's on point. Well, Luke Cage is badass, yeah. yeah. Daredevil's on. But... All the other ones were really good. Yeah, Daredevil's good. I haven't really seen all of Jessica Jones. That's a good show, um, man. Luke Cage is awesome. I'm really looking forward to the Punisher, and definitely I'm looking forward to. Is Punisher getting his own show? Yeah. Oh, dude, sick! Isn't it Shane from The Walking Dead too? Yeah. Yeah, Have you seen Daredevil too? Huh? You haven't seen Daredevil? I've only seen bits and pieces. Dude, season two is pretty awesome. Daredevil season two is fucking awesome. Like the first season's good, man, but the second season really, really proves it. I actually thought watch the watch the the trailer, man. The the Defenders trailer that they released for Comic Con, and it's pretty cool. Like it has all these. Like snippets and it's Stanley driving around. Uh-huh. Well, he's not driving. He's being driven around. And he's like, <laughs> like you know, he's like driving or whatever. And like they just see like he'll see like Jessica Jones like fighting somebody and like Luke Cage like stops a car like flying in the air like you know. Yeah, that's dope. And and, and the very end of it, it's like the best part of it all to me. So, I kind of want to talk about uh, Venom getting an R rating movie, and so I, we can. I want to make a joke about Tom Hardy being naked again, yeah. but. Um, <laughs> For time's sake, uh, let's move on. All right. um, a movie that I saw that I thought was fucking excellent, like possible five-star movie, I don't know, and reminding me a lot of Drive was Baby Driver. I don't know if you guys saw I've that. Heard of that. I, I've never – I haven't I'm, seen it. Okay, if anyone here in this room or listening in Nicaragua has seen Drive and loved this movie, you'll fucking fall fucking head over heels for Baby Driver. Like as great as Drive was – and I'm a big fan of Drive. I think it's done by the same people, right? I think so because they, they send hints of it. Like it has like the same feel and it's, it gives a lot. Almost the same music, almost the same kind of thing. Kind of. And like, you know, like his character is almost the same character. Like as, arrogant, you know, like oh, I'm, I'm the best driver in the world, but I don't have to say it. Yeah, but at the same time, it's a little bit different, which I dig. At first, like if you would have told me that, I'd have been like, oh, fuck this movie. I, you're, you're not going to top Ryan Gosling. This tops Ryan Gosling, right? Like you guys gotta see Baby Driver. Like they're like how you need to see Logan tonight. Yeah. Like we possibly like if I have the energy, I might throw on some coffee and we might watch Baby Driver too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have to go to Metallica tomorrow. I'd be down. But... Yeah. Yeah. By the way, guys, we're, we're we might die because we're we're gonna. This might be the last podcast ever. Yeah. So either I might overdose like on hamburgers at Grill Mall <laughs> or fucking we we'll just might... die in line from the heat. Yeah. One of the two. But um, yeah, Baby Driver. Anybody who hasn't seen that, see that I'll shit. I'll put that on my to-do list because I that did look really good. Dude, I didn't expect it to be that good. And actually, my girlfriend kind of like I want to say quote unquote dragged me to it. Yeah. But at the end of it, I couldn't stop talking about it. Yeah, it looked really good, man. I wanted to see it, didn't get a chance to see it. 
I'm telling you, man. It's one of the best movies, man. Uh, really quick, though, a movie that I don't want to spend too much time on. Nah, never mind. I don't want to spend any time on Just it. Just say it. What, what do you got right there? Which one's that? Within? Alien. That was... What'd you think oh, of Alien? Alien Covenant. That one was pretty good, man. I liked it. I um, liked it too, man. It, a lot of people gave it shit. I don't know why they gave it shit, but I actually really enjoyed that movie. Is it better than Prometheus or about the same? Well, no, I think man, it's way it's better. Way better. It's way better, but it's the story stick. So it's not like it's not trying to top Prometheus because it's still actually trying. It's tying into it. Like it expands. It, it on the explains. Story. It explains where. Uh, explains where the first. Where uh, David and uh, what's her name? Where they traveled to? Like, oh, okay. Where they were traveling to? Because remember at the end of that one, she's so like, they... "I want to go where they go. I don't want to go home. I want to go. Where... I want to go where they see are. what they did." Yeah, I want to go where they are. And it explains why the ship is there, and it explains why David's there, and like. Oh, so David's still there. Yeah, yeah. dude. Honestly, don't. I don't want to spoil too much. I would just recommend it. It's coming out pretty soon. Okay. So you can either red box it. Movie we'll night. That's definitely one I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to buying that one. Because right. it, it brought me back to, like, my childhood. And the Wait. Xenomorphs are badass. In Dude, it. the Xenomorphs are fucking dope on it. The Xenomorphs are really good. Um, they look good for, like, this time frame. I mean, they hold up even back then. Like, it's just it's just cool to see it see them done justice. Like, it's just really, really cool. I the thing like, that kind of pissed me off about Prometheus is it kind of dragged on a little bit. And, like, you only got, like, a scene of the Xenomorphs. Yeah, but... I would say this one cuts out all the fat. Just It's, like, all the meat. Okay. And like, with comedians in it, man, it makes it cool too because they're yeah, like yeah. trying to be serious. Like Danny McBride's character, like every time I keep seeing him in Danny that movie, McBride's character, I always think maybe like, want to fucking sell that shit, man. You need to. <laughs> Danny McBride's character <laughs> may want to cry, dude. Oh man. Like I don't want to spoil Fatalities. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just saw on that list the movie It Comes at Night is on there, and if you haven't seen it, it is the most fucking pointless movie in the world. <laughs> like I was expecting to go in there and be like scared shitless. Nothing happens. You literally just see people like hiding from zombies. You never see the zombies. You just see people hiding. I it, wanted to see that one too. Nah, man. Don't. I'll just do you a favor. Just I like, heard it was good, but it. Yes, who the fuck? I want, dude. I went in there with like really high hopes. I left going like, God damn it! I should have. I should have saw Logan. Like, <laughs> like fuck up again. I fucked up. But yeah, it was part of my whole like scary movie thing. It. Oh man, I just. It's just boring, dude. <sighs> to me, though, like, I mean, unless it's, like, bona, bona fidely, like, certified that it's going to be a good scary movie, I kind of avoid seeing scary movies in theaters. I kind of wait till well, it's, PG-13 like... PG-13 ones. And well, the company, and and the company like, that does those ones is A24. Dude, and, okay, and that's, so A24 has, like, good movies, and they have bad movies, because I think they did the one, The Witch. And when I saw that movie, I was like, Damn, same dude. exact thing. Were you bored during that? Yeah, it was same like weird. And thing. didn't you guys want to like the movie? But like, I did. I, I I still even bought it on Blu-ray to be like, maybe I'll give it a chance. And I watched yeah. it again. And I was like, Damn, this which, movie is not fucking. Which makes me scared because I do want to see the movie Ghost, which is another A twenty-four movie. And like right now, I'm like, oh, I don't even know, man. They're kind of starting. They to haven't really been cred. putting out too much, man. Quality. I think they did the Green Room. Yeah, and but I the Green Room is like the. Like one of the best movies of that time that came out, one of the best. Here's my thing too. It's just like, like those movies. Like you go into it and like you're not sure how you feel about it. Like, did I like it? Did I not like it? I think. It's and just, then you think like, did I just not not get it? Is there? Am I missing something? Like you kind of makes you feel stupid. I like, think if it's like the movies that are like paranormal or have to deal with anything like. Like, well, they've done a lot of movies that I really like. Like, like I said, like the green room isn't anything paranormal. It's more like a thriller suspense, like where uh-huh. these people have to just survive. You know? Did you see Ex Machina? 
uh, see pieces of that movie. Oh, dude, I, I really like that movie. And that's one of their movies. That's an that's, uh, movie. That has the one Star Wars guy, right? Freaking, uh, yeah, he's in it. The guy who's in Star Wars Force Awakens. Oh, yeah, yeah. Commander Hook. That guy? No, the, the pilot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's in that movie. Actually, there's two guys from Star Wars in there. The other actor? The redheaded guy from Star Wars, who is uh, Commander Huxley or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, Poe, the, the best pilot in the... <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're both in there. Damn, I didn't even realize Star that. System. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I've seen pieces of that movie. But I, I really like that movie, and I love the ending of it. So I was like... Well, speaking of endings, I couldn't wait for this goddamn movie to end, and I was hoping this... I mean, I knew it was going to be a cheesy movie, yeah. and, I mean, it's got my hero in it, and I, I was high on uh, Zac Efron after watching Neighbors. I thought he was fucking hilarious in that, so I was like, how's it, how's it going to be a bad movie? The Rock is funny, in Central Intelligence, Zac Efron's good in Neighbors. This is a fucking win-win situation. Fucking wrong, dude. Like, I was seriously sitting there, like, just texting on my phone... Looking at my Snapchat, which I never do. Fucking like going through. I couldn't wait for this goddamn movie. Baywatch. That, that one was fucking worse than the Mummy, dude. Like I'd rather watch the Mummy, buy it on fucking 4K 3D, to fucking ever have to fucking watch Baywatch again, dude. That movie was fucking pointless, dude. I did not watch it. Don't watch I it. I saw the trailer and that's I was weird like, though. Like I hear mixed things with that one. I hear like, oh, that one was funny, dude. If you have, like, oh, if you're sucks. fucking autistic, yeah, like <laughs> it's a good movie. And like nothing against anybody with autism, but damn, like I'm a college graduate. I don't got time for this shit. Real quick, Rain the Man. movie, the movie Spy. Have you guys ever seen the movie Spy with that like fat comedian, the girl, Zach Galifianakis, and no, Zach Gal- no, uh, damn it, it's like that fat comedian. She's like on SNL sometimes. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, oh damn. She's in. Uh, she's been like in a run of movies. Okay. Well, this is probably the one that kicks it off because I saw that movie she was on in accident. Right? Yeah, she was in Ghostbusters. Yeah, the movie. Oh yeah, I know. What you're I about. saw that on accident. That movie's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, I and actually really... called Jason Statham is in that one. Yeah, right? dude, it's fucking. Melissa, what's her Melissa name? McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Dude, I have, okay, that's the only thing I've ever seen with her in it. And it was just on, and I was like, it, it just like something caught my eye, made me laugh, and I was like, okay, I'll give this five more minutes. And it was just like, five more minutes are funny. Ten more minutes are funny. Next thing I know, I watched the entire thing, and I was like, damn, that was really funny the entire way through. Wow. I highly recommend the movie Spy. Spy. Because that's that the opposite of Baywatch, because I'm like, I thought that was going to be stupid. I thought it was going to be like a soccer mom comedy. <laughs> no, no, I was like, dude, spot on, dude. Yeah, right? I was like, this is soccer mom comedy. I was like, no, nah, this is fucking hilarious. This, this is what Republicans watch when they yeah. want to get their rocks off. Yeah. No, this was, it was good. Anyways, what's the next thing on the list? <laughs> Planet of the Apes. Yeah, fuck it, you mentioned it. So Planet of the Apes. Uh, it's a, we all saw, all three of us saw this, right? I'll give you my review. Planet of the Apes. If you read the Book of Mormon, if you've ever, <laughs> it's basically Planet of the Apes. It's the same fucking story. <laughs> Uh, I've read the Book of Mormon, unfortunately. So I was like, watching it, I was like, this is the same fucking thing, but with monkeys and guns. So the end, like, that's fucking Salt Lake City? They got to Salt Lake City. <laughs> the end. Caesar, your real name is fucking Brigham Young. Joseph Smith. <laughs> what do you think? I actually enjoyed that one, though, man. Uh, just to end it, like, on that one, with, like, uh... I thought it was good. I don't see any connection to the, the old school ones. Somebody said there was, like, a connection to it, but I think... The connection is just the son being named Cornelius, because that's one of the characters. Well, 
the thing is, um, in the in the like first one where Caesar starts getting smart, yeah. In the background, they're constantly showing uh, the space mission that's going off into space. Yeah, Charlton Heston. Basically. Yeah, the Charlton Heston space mission is in space, and um, that's pretty much it. Like, they they left a lot of like giant blanks for you to fill in the blanks, which I thought was weak. I thought that was like a cop out. Like it was just like, oh, you figure it out, and they're like, I don't know. This is why I'm paying you twelve dollars. I want to see yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, like yeah. it's like, no, man, we're here to see the story that happened before the Charlton Charlton Heston movie. And that's my biggest beef too. Like, I mean, I actually liked the movie. Like, I'd probably give it like a three and a half star. Like, not quite a four star movie because it's not a bad movie. Yeah, I think it was bad. It wasn't bad. Like, it's it's enjoyable. It's really long, but like it's just consistently like pretty good. But like where it missed and where I was hoping it would be it would be like the other two where it progresses the story and I feel like it just goes it tells like a whole different story like because it's the war for the planet of the apes so it's like alright here's gonna be this big ass war that explains why they're in the fucking desert instead of like you know this like lush jungle or whatever and they're gonna go in nuclear war with the humans and all it really is is like uh, there's two factions of humans here, and then all of a sudden one faction dies. They just wipe each other out. Yeah, they just wipe each other out. That's what it was. It's and they, they just walk to the just, desert. They just wiped each other out, and now it's just literally the monkeys. Like, yeah, and it's just like it doesn't explain. Well, they have the, the mute humans, which they don't explain why that's happening. Yeah, but and then also too is like, uh, like how did the fucking Statue of Liberty blow up? Like I was expecting like nuclear war to happen. They should have at least shown that scene because that's like the iconic scene in the new, the older ones. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. It was a little bit. That's too what I'm saying. Much. Like I don't see how it ties into those because they didn't really, yeah, even go into that. They it just... did. They wanted you to do all the hard work. And yeah, like, they you figured out. They told you a whole different ass story, like, like an like an alternate universe story. I, I don't know. I. That, that's my only beef with it. I thought it was a good movie, but, eh, whatever. I thought it had, like, good, um... Like, CGI? I thought that CGI. monkey... I thought the monkey looked fucking real as the shit. The talking one? Yeah. The one that was, like, monkey... Or bad place. Bad place. Bad, bad monkey. That's, like, my impression. <laughs> yeah, that guy yeah. was pretty cool. I thought that looked fucking realistic as fuck. Yeah. Which they is, almost all did, man. Like, that's some crazy stuff yeah, that they, they did with that movie. What about Dunkirk? I didn't get to see that. I haven't one. seen that either. That movie is good, man. Um, Which is Christopher Nolan. Yeah, I think it's up there with like some of his films that he's done. Like each film is just better each time you watch it. So each film is just getting better. Uh, I don't want to say. Well, I don't really. I don't know if I should say anything about that one. I, that one, I don't. I, mean, spoil I, I really don't care because it's not like you're gonna get Thanos at the end. Like <laughs> you know, it's like a serious movie. So. I mean, oh, alright, you guys do more. <laughs> well, okay, here's the thing. Like, I really love Christopher Nolan movies because there's always, like, that creative plot twist where you have to use your mind to to kind of figure things out, but you're... No, well, with this one, it's more about, like... It's not about figuring out. It's mainly, like, you're seeing people survive, and you're, you're seeing, like, shitty scene after shitty scene after shitty scene, like, where it's just, like... You don't think this person's gonna live. Each scene that is being shown is damn like this guy's got like the worst luck. He could get on one ship and then either, you know, fighter jets are bombing it or there's torpedoes hitting it or like his own mates are like against him and his friend, you know, or like there's just so much going on. It's just human survival. Yeah, it's just like it's one thing after another. Like nothing is safe. Like nobody's safe. And then like 
the dialogue's really, really low, but he did that for a reason. Like, he didn't want to give you, especially when it came down to the war scenes, he didn't want to give you, like, this, like, you could hear the dialogue clear, like, in certain war movies. Yeah. You could hear this guy talking over, like, a 50 cal going off, and it's Boy. like, what the <laughs> hell, you know, like, you know, damn well you can't hear what this guy's saying, you can't yeah. clear, like, you know, like, the war stuff is so loud and intense that it, like, makes you feel like, dang, it makes you feel for these people, like, fuck, here comes another fighter jet coming, like, be prepared for those bombs to drop. And just even at that, like, the story of the people going to save them, like, that shit's legit. I saw, like, an interview of, like, an actual soldier from that time frame. Mm-hmm. Who, re- who went to go watch the movie and he was like in tears the whole time in the interview because he said that's exactly how it felt when he was there wow. so like to see that, that that soldier saying that about the movie like the realisticness of it just being like dang that's what we went through that film is what exactly I went through it's like, it's like British the Britain's version of Saving Private Ryan basically yeah yeah Cause, you cause... don't really see that because no. I mean in America it's American you know you yeah. see what's going on with American soldiers which is Cool. I mean, that's our history. That's is, our history. Is Christopher Nolan British? Yeah. yeah okay, is. that explains why. It makes sense. Why yeah, like, like that. well, it explains a lot of like why he chooses the actors that he chooses, and like, yeah. Which I, a lot of them are still from like the, which a lot of them are still from like the Batman movies and yeah, Interstellar and Inception, Prestige. And which Prestige. I really dig. Like, I like directors who use like a like a their actors. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like he's a like a Quentin Tarantino guy. Yeah. Like I love that. Yeah. And they're solid, man. They're solid dudes. Like, like I said, a lot of them don't really say much, and that's the thing. Like, if you're gonna watch Dunkirk, don't go into it thinking like, oh, I gotta expect mad dialogue from Tom Hardy, or I gotta expect. Is Tom Hardy in there? Yeah, he's in it. Fuck, he's, one, he's one of the pilots, man. And uh, even I, I gotta watch it. Yeah, even some of his stuff is amazing. Like, does he get naked? <laughs> no, no, he unfortunately does not get butt naked. <laughs> I gotta watch it. But this scene right here, or this song that's playing in the background. Because uh, after seeing Hans Zimmer, like, I, I got more into his stuff. Like, I was already into Hans Zimmer's scores to his movies. But seeing him in person and performing all this stuff was, like, amazing. But the Dunkirk stuff, like, this particular song, Supermarine, is intense. Because you're hearing this song while you're seeing Tom Hardy trying to take down fighter jets. All intense as shit. And so you're just like, oh, fuck, get into the little radar. It's like when you're playing, like, Battlefield and when you're trying to get the little plane in your scope and you gotta shoot it down it's exactly what you're seeing on screen you're just like ah, get in there like fucking pretty, take this guy out pretty bad he's like pretty much you know trying to be the hero of the movie, yeah you know? and it's it's nuts man it's a, a very awesome christopher nolan movie i was i left happy and i would probably say watching imax first to get that experience out of the way and then go and watch it regular because if you want to watch it regular you're going to just hear you're not going to hear all the crazy sounds that you hear in IMAX. Yeah. The movie was meant for IMAX. Sound and look. Well, that's like Christopher Nolan's thing. Yeah, like, he was, yeah. like, one of the first, like, that first scene of uh, Dark Knight, like, where the Joker, you know, robbed oh, that yeah, bank. Yeah, all, like, on yeah that was made for IMAX. Yeah. He, he was talking about, like, this is, like, one of the most, like, intense, like, IMAX film movies or whatever. Like, I mean, that's what he's known for, but, like, in an artistic yeah. way. It's not going to be, like, Transformer 6 or whatever, where it's, like, all right, we'll have this Decepticon turn into a dinosaur uh, Stegosaurus, all right? You know what? Okay, really quickly, I think we've reached a point where it's like, I think we've covered pretty much all of them, right? All the summer movies. Well, I kind of yeah. want to get, like, into, like, the future releases, but yeah, go ahead. Well, one of the things that, like, really quickly, and you brought up a lot of good points, and, like, Christopher Nolan is, like, because this is, like, the summer blockbusters, right? And it's, like, he makes these really, like, artistically genius movies that I feel translate 
extremely well to a large audience. You know, like The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Like they're they're blockbuster movies, yet you never feel dumb watching them. No. And, and he has like a really like keen eye of like getting the right shot, the iconic shots of like just that scene of like the Joker sitting in his cell and like clapping or whatever, and like it's just a really iconic scene, and he gets those. And, and, and he's just like such a great director and it always makes you feel like how why the fuck can't we have more of that and you brought up Transformers and we get so much Transformers you get so many Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles you get so much of that like CGI garbage with like yeah. giant plot holes where it's like oh god I hate when I watch a movie and it's just like it just like dumbs the audience down to like the lowest common denominator where it's like not to get political again, but like I feel like it's how we were talking about in like earlier podcasts where like there's a definite like whoever's in control of that, the powers that be, the Illuminati or whatever, where they want us to be dumb. They want to keep us distracted. They want us to, you know, they. I mean, and it's working. That's how I mean. How I, Trump got elected. You have a certain. Um, I mean, our local paper posted something on Facebook today where it's like. You know the the lowest like educated um, places in America like have you know the highest rates of unemployment or whatever. And Bakersfield was on that list, and you had all these like daily, yeah, <laughs> and all these and all these Dalians are um, like you know fighting it like you don't need a good education to get a good job, be smart at life. You just need to know trade, and it's just like I, I mean that's what it is right there. You have this like idea that's been instilled to this certain subsect of, a, of our culture. That you know you don't need to be intelligent. You just need to you know be a good good be a good worker and and then everything Dude. will be good for your life. And that's where all these like dumb movies come from, like the emoji movie or whatever. Yeah. Like we're, we're not any of us are gonna see that. I mean we might accidentally see it, but we're not gonna like invest money to go see this movie. This is for like dumb America, like yeah. the Trump voter America, like who's gonna take like their their kids to be fucking dumb too, like just know? listening to ben talk about that movie like describing it he brought up that soldier that was crying like that shit got me like oh man i gotta see this movie yeah and, man i mean it's, it's that's the, art it's that's the, the art real, it's the realness of it though man like, and that's what art should be that's like when i dude, see uh, like saving private ryan saving private ryan was the same thing you yeah know? Like, even though that soldier in the beginning of that one maybe he was a soldier of the film or maybe he's just an actor i don't know but the realness of World War Two with that soldier is just like damn, this grabs yeah. me. And then, then him like the the visual panning into his eyes and then turning into Tom Hanks and it's like oh he's going onto the beach. Like that shit's becoming real. Like oh damn, it's about to go down. Like this was D Day right here. Like the art of storytelling. Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off. One more thing, Christopher Nolan too. He doesn't. Like, he'll use, obviously, like, Interstellar. He tried to use as much realness as he could to it, but he also CGI'd, obviously. Yeah. But this one right here, a lot of what you see in the movie is pretty much freaking real, man. Like, real ships, real fighter jets, like, real. Like, it just feels too That's real. That's Hollywood real one like, right there. Like, bombs being dropped on the, the beach, and you're seeing, like, all the... Like, I mean, like, Seven Prime Ryan was the same. Like, you see bombs, and you see body parts. That's the only thing you don't really see, but I think that's still neat with Christopher Nolan is he doesn't have to make it all gory to be like damn did grab your interest yeah but. yeah like he he still brings you in like with this whole like cause like the first 20 minutes of it is just real intense I don't even think there's any vocal like there's no dialogue in the first 20 minutes it's mm-hmm. all music and just like I gotta get to like point A to point B which is I need to get the fuck off this island and go home yeah and it's just intense like <laughs> I gotta find like they find a body 
and they're like, oh shit, get him, he's hurt. And they just try to haul ass to the ship to get on, get on the ship so they could get home. And it's like, stuff like that, man. Like, it leaves you, you're just like, wow, damn, this is... And that's, and that's art, ladies and gentlemen, because, like, and I'm going to talk about your name. I'm talking about, like, that's art. You know, art is a reflection of real life, and it makes you have empathy and real emotions towards things. So, not emoji emotions, but real emotions, so. Yeah, and I just love the, like, art of storytelling. Like, I feel like that's the one common thing that, you know, you talked about Tuvok earlier, and, like, great storyteller. You talked about, like, Nine Inch Nails, great story. Even, like, the new album, like, I was just thinking about, like, how beautiful that concept is. Like, there's this constant, on the last two albums, they have this, like, reoccurring theme of the character doesn't know if he's awake or everyone, and everyone else, everyone else is asleep, or yeah. he's asleep and everyone else is awake. So it's kind of like that whole, like, oh, man, like, that's a beautiful concept. Yeah, it's kind of like, like the Kendrick of rock right now, man. You know, like, Kendrick has a lot of ways of saying things in his albums, like, and uh, to the to the pimple butterfly. To pimple butterflies. He'll be beautiful. saying he'll say like, what does he say usually after a song? Um, he was something conflicted. I was feeling, I was feeling conflicted. And then in he my would hotel start telling. Room. Yeah. He like, would start telling the story of the pro- like the previous song. Yeah. Like this nine inch nails EP stuff is just like that. Like, yeah. Like, he re- seems he'll to be repeat asleep. something like that at the very yeah. end of the song, which is like, damn, it's like this it's guy fucking... is Kendrick Lamar of rock right now. Like, it, it like fucking. Well, they're they're like, on the same label. <laughs> I was listening to it and I was like, it fucking it started to fuck with my mind. That's how that last song, the one that's like background background noise or whatever, the last song on the new album. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like background world, background world made me like fuck. Like this is like it felt like I was watching like, a Christopher Nolan movie where it was like Inception type of shit. Where I was like, damn, this guy really thought about this album. But anyways, yeah, like, storytelling, underrated as fuck. I'd like to see more of it in future Hollywood movies. Speaking of future Hollywood movies... Damn, good segue, dude. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, I'm looking at this list of, like, what's coming up, and there's, like, a a lot of bullshit, like, 9-11 with Charlie Sheen and (laughs) fucking... um, 9-11? Oh, wait, is he the one that has AIDS? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, all these, like, like... (laughs) Annabelle or whatever. Hey, Annabelle actually looks good, man. I, I mean, I'm probably gonna see I it. I think when it comes to like scary movies, like movies like that are probably good because those are like the rated R movies. Yeah. And the ones that are doing so well are like the PG-13 movies. Because I'll probably see the Annabelle one just for like closure, like because I've seen all of the like Conjuring movies and stuff. But I'm trying to look for something else on here, and I can't really find anything else that's grabbing my eye. But I am seeing something that's gonna come out. Uh, two movies actually, two classic movies that are gonna be coming out. On the 24th, which is Creep Show, which I know Greg's probably gonna dra- drag us to, which I'm all for. Like I'm down for that. And then Terminator 2. What? Finally coming to the fucking theater, man. Terminator 2. Terminator 2. Maya? What uh, do you mean? Oh, just re-releases. Yeah, re-release. They're re-releasing Terminator 2. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. so they're gonna just come out like they'll probably be like at the Edwards Theater then. Probably. Yeah. Wherever oh, they're okay. going to show it, I'm gonna be there. Oh, I'm stoked for that. I thought they were, like, re-releasing. No, dude, no. Those would be pretty cool, because I, I remember seeing Terminator 2 in theater when I was a kid. Dude, you lucky son of a and bitch. I never heard I never it. saw that. I, I was fortunate to see those movies, because my, like, when those movies came out, I had the figures. And I was like, just because it's Terminator, you know? Like, yeah. those were the shit back in the day. You saw, like, good graphics from James Cameron. But, like, yeah, we had watched that one. Damn. See, that's what I'm excited Back for. Back when they I... used to do double features. Oh, yeah, So dude. you would go to a theater and you would pay for, like, 
the price of two movies, yeah. and you would go watch one, and you would stay and watch the other. I did that for a few movies. I, I saw, saw like Jurassic Park and The Crow like that. Oh wow! I saw Freddy Cougar. I don't even know which part it was. And then like the other one was when when Hulk Hogan plays like a space alien. <laughs> How do you know all these Hulk Hogan things that I'm not aware of? I don't know. I saw it in theaters. I was a kid. I didn't choose the movie. My parents did. <laughs> Yeah, like also too, like the drive-in, seen some pretty good movies. Dude, drive-in we need theater. a drive-in again, man. Yeah, like, man, it's just people don't appreciate things here in town until it's gone. And it? when it's gone, you know, it's hard for them to try to – because it's hard to get it back. I know they've been trying to do those drive-in theaters with like – Those balloon The makeshift stuff that they would do at a park. I'll tell you why they don't make those. Because like the first time anyone gets into a fender bender in one of them, it's like I'm never going back there. And then that – Spreads. Well, they still have them around. Like, I think one's in L.A. There's one in L.A. Uh-huh. And then there's one down in San Diego. So they still have drive-in theaters. They're just very limited. And now, every, with the way technology is, they they use your stereo in your car to, like, produce the sound of the film. So okay. back then in the day, you just put that little speaker on your Oh, window. yeah, I remember that. Now you, you connect to, like, their Bluetooth system, and it's like, okay, we got the sound <laughs> And I think that's cool, man. Like, I, I would like to see movies like that. Like Terminator 2, like that. That's gonna be great to see. I want to see that so bad. Cause like even if it's just that one, I would love to see Creepshow, man. But Terminator 2, that's like that's the must. I mean, if I don't see Creepshow, I'm gonna be content. Like yeah, I mean, as long as I see Terminator 2, now that I know it's coming back out in theater, like all right, I have to go see that. We're all gonna see that. Creepshow would be good to see if they bring that out like in Halloween, like the month of October. That'd be October. Which is weird because they're releasing it like at the end of August. Like that's what. I mean, if you would have released that, like, on the Fox Theater, like, Halloween night, like, remember? I think they do have some stuff coming up at the Fox Theater. They always play fucking uh, Rocky, Rocky Horror, Horror Picture Shining on this shit. No offense. I think they have shit. some stuff going on this year, though, like The Shining or... Uh... Oh, dude, Halloween oh, what Horror about, Nights. What about... We're talking about movies still. Yeah. There's still movies that are coming out. Wait, the I didn't... movie looks really good. Oh, I'll have to throw that in there. Oh, yeah. That would be another one that's going to be worth watching. Although this last trailer came out, I am a little disappointed that they did show Pennywise a little too much because his character is kind of like secret in the movie. Even when you're watching, it's kind of like a secret. Like you see him, but as the movie progresses, then he starts to build. See more. You yeah. start to see more of him. In the trailer, they just flat out show him too much. I'm like, oh man. That's I'm... the thing with like new movies. Like they just kind of give you everything. It's like here you go. Yeah, it kind of sucks though because you know I don't want to see him yet until like the movie where it's like you only see glimpses of him in the trailer. You only yeah. see little things that are kind of like damn. I, want to... I can't wait till the movie comes out so I can see what this guy does. And... Yeah. Then you see it and you're like, I I don't know. I saw that in the th- in the trailer already. <laughs> I don't know, man. It looks pretty good. I mean, that actor and that's got him, you know. It's... I really am going to probably see that because it's just, I feel like it's just, it's something you have to do. And As an American, the, you have if, to do it. And if the king says it, it's good, then it's it's good. I know he didn't like, I know he didn't like The Shining. Who? Well, Stephen he didn't king. like The Shining because, like. Who didn't like The Shining? Stephen King himself Stephen did king. not like The Shining. Which which says something about his movie taste, though, because it's like The Shining's amazing. The Shining's one of my favorite movies I mean, of I all like time. The movie too, but yeah. like coming from him, who's you know wrote the book and you know uh, it's like he liked The Mist or whatever the the fog. Oh, that M Night Shyamalan bullshit. No, like, the, uh, the original. Yeah, he which one did he write, The Mist or The Fog? I think it was The Mist. Okay, then yeah, that movie is not good. He liked that. He gave it two thumbs up. So like, I think yeah, it's because he had something against like Stanley Kubrick. I think that's what it was. He just had something against him. And he, the, he was changing things too for the film. Oh, okay. And like in the book, it's not like that. In certain parts of the book, 
but it's, it's like kind of like being in a band with someone like you have an idea and this other person has an idea well, and they change Stanley your idea Kubrick straight up like the opening shot where they're driving to the to the hotel to the hotel they show like a red bmw bug um or a, a bw bug that's like crashed into a pool and i guess that's the that's the car that in the book they drive and like it's kind of like a fuck you like i'm making my own movie like those weird <laughs> characters just crash into a pool um, they're driving like a yellow something else like a real station wagon so like that's kind of like right off the bat he points that out like hey we didn't have to put that in there but those are your characters i just killed off like, these are my characters going to, to the damn what a fucking the... dick yeah no he has a lot of those things that he does in that movie that just like which i love i love that movie yeah, there's a really cool documentary on that one. Yeah, The Room yeah. 234. That, that documentary explains a lot of that film, which yeah. I think is really good. But when it comes to those movies, like I said, if Stephen King says it's a damn good movie, then I'm probably going to watch it. Just yeah. I haven't seen really, except for like The Dark Tower, which I want to see, and that's another Stephen King. I kind of do want to see that too. That one's a book of his, The Dark Tower, and it seems interesting to see Matthew McConaughey. Did he take his shirt off? Fuck yeah, he does. Oh yeah, yeah he, he does. does. He, he actually does. Yeah. Time. He does it in the trailer. I don't know who what comedian does like that impression of like Matthew McConaughey, but I thought it was the most hilarious thing because it's fucking true. But he's just like like Matthew McConaughey. He goes up to every director and he's like, "Hey, Mr. Director, I don't know, but I think this would be an opportune time for me to just take my shirt off." You know? Like I mean, but that's always every time I hear Matthew McConaughey, I'm like, okay, like it's just a matter of time before he does like a Lincoln or Lexus that's or whatever it. car commercial he does, and he has his shirt off driving, and it's just it's just gonna happen. That's him, man. And then we have Thor, and then Star Wars. oh yeah, Thor's gonna be huge. Thor Ragnarok, and I really hope that's good, man, because I thought the last Thor was horrible. I can't even remember the last Thor. They're pretty not rememberable, man. But this one, like, like I said, for me, it touches onto the whole Guardians of the Galaxy thing, where like I like how they're incorporating more Avengers, which the is Hulk. Yeah, like Spider-Man, Iron Man is in it, Captain America is in it. Even though, even even though Captain America is kind of like just the little background noise type character he's in it still speaking of captain america like can we go back to spider-man i thought that was the most hilarious thing ever where he's doing like those public service oh yeah yeah he trolled the crowd even when when hannibal burris comes back goes oh this guy is probably like a convicted war war terrorist or something (laughs) war criminal (laughs) war criminal now dude that was fucking hilarious like and then the end credit scene where he's just like you waited for nothing but your patience will troll us man yeah i was like dude that is fucking hilarious yeah, it was wow. genius, man. But, like, you see those characters in there. So, like, I like the fact that the Hulk is in this one. Yeah. And, and it's about time, like, the Hulk gets done right. Like, I, I mean, I feel like Edward Norton and, what is it, Eric Bana, they kind of fucked those movies up. So it's just like... Well, the Eric Bana one isn't part of this anymore. Like, Edward, Norton. Edward Norton is. But it's still, like, it's like, I wanted to like that movie, the Edward Norton one, but, like, even that he's one. probably kicking himself in the ass for that. Yeah, man. he's I'm probably sure he's just like, regretting like, millions of dollars. Of <laughs> he's probably there. regretting not joining this whole cast. I could be living by Dr. Dre right now, <laughs> but instead I'm just living by fucking Carmen Electra. What's the last that? fucking movie he's done? Sausage Party? He's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking bagel. Dude, I don't, I don't know what he's done. He's fallen off the map. Yeah, yeah it's pretty much Fight Club and then American History X. That was before Fight Club, wasn't it? Dang, I don't even know, man. Yeah, Sausage Party, I think. One movie that I was really excited for, I, I had to look this up because I was like, fuck, I can't remember what it was called. And it was uh, The Irishman, directed by... Conor uh, McGregor. Directed by Martin Scorsese. Oh, fuck starring yeah. Starring Robert De Niro, yes. Al Pacino, oh, Joe, yes. Joe Pesci, yes. Ray Romano. Yeah? 
Yeah, Rio Romano's really in it. Hey, Deborah. <laughs> uh, just want you guys know, wait, what's going on, a little dead body? Anyways, yeah, I'm fucking <laughs> excited about it. It's the Jimmy Hoffa story. Is that going to be on Netflix or is that no, actually it's a, a it's movie going movie? in theaters? Fuck, dude, I'm camping out for that. It's shit. it's actually based on the book called I Hear You Paint Houses. So, dude, that fucking like I'm sold right there. Like, yeah, I was like, goddamn. As I long as he doesn't do something excited. gay, like put Fifty Cent in there, like this is classic already. Yeah, I huh. was like, man, it don't get better than this. Dude, is Leonardo DiCaprio in it? Too? Uh, I. Don't think so. They need to. There's another movie that Martin Scorsese was directing, like, and, and it's coming out really soon, and I can't think of. And I, oh, fuck. That one did have Leonardo. I wish I was more prepared. <laughs> well, it's all good, but um. Is it though? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. It's just not. Oh, okay. You can say stuff. You can I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty much. I feel satisfied though. What, do you have anything to add, Ben? No, not really. You wanna? I think I've already touched on all the movies that I uh, seen. I feel good about it. And you wanna take your shirt off like Matthew McConaughey? Not really. I'm all sweaty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone, I guess that's it. Um, go out there and watch Logan if you haven't watched Logan.